Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Guys, feel the streets spreading so much to you. I should be playing in the winter snow. I'm going to do it. I'll, I'll let this ride. I don't want to miss out on the holiday, but I can't stop staring at back that off, though. <laughs> the on-air light has gone on. My goofy music is playing <clears throat> that I don't have rights to, but I can play because I pumped through Spotify. What? Um, and you're, you're hearing me say dumb stuff, so... You know that you are now in the middle of another episode. Well, actually, not in the middle, the beginning of another episode of Jabology. Uh, I guess you could say this is the Christmas edition. <laughs> I didn't get to sit down and do a Christmas episode of uh, Jabbo and the Team. Tried to, just couldn't pull it off. Uh, being able to run around with Van. Uh, kind of limited itself as his family time is as important and everything else in my family's in town. So <clears throat> being able to line that up didn't happen. So I guess this might be a Christmas episode. I don't know if I'm going to talk about a bunch of Christmas shit, but I'm completely going to talk about a lot of, a lot of things that have been going on. Um, first and foremost, welcome. Thank you. I always have to tell you guys, uh, I love the fact that you guys show up and show out for everything um proper rumpus and we're not going to try to test that theory too much but um a couple of things we're going to be doing at the beginning of the year but and i've talked about them before but i can't stop talking about them so we'll go into it but um once again thank you thank you thank you thank you um and like i said it's not about the charting it's just about uh creating and and being able to do this and, you know, being able to find a forum to make it a, a family thing, uh, to be able to teach the, the kids, you know, that, hey, you have the world, you know, you have these things at your disposal in the world in front of you and you can do anything you want to do. You know, you're in a <clears throat> different age than we grew up in. So your, you know, your, the, the things that you have in front of you to be able to do this are, are so much better than what we had and your path will be a little bit easier and you guys are more tech savvy. So, you know, why not the oldest black guy or the only black guy until my father comes over later, uh, in the house to, uh, to, 
to sit here and try to tangle through some technology myself and, and kind of pull this off. So the fact that um, you guys are a part of supporting that, you know, what I'm trying to do for the kids, you know, for my daughters and, you know, my son's already well on his way, but still, I, I mean, I don't know if I'm, if any of this kind of hits them or motivates them or even if they care, but, you know, they all have their, their social media presences and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I'm sure they're teaching me, but, um, this the fact that you guys are still uh, showing up to support uh, this this vision that that I didn't know I fucking had until I had it. Uh, but you know, just to report and like I said, if y'all want to shut up doing this part, I will. But you know, I always like to give you guys, you know, the space. Um, jab on the team, still charting its ass off, which means I know that you people are listening and thank you for that. After two years of still getting that, thank you. Um, this show, <laughs> whenever things aren't crazy and, and I get a chance to sit down and do it, <laughs> um, because it's supposed to be a weekly show, but if you've been listening, <clears throat> you know, there's a lot of things that have been going on. So this is kind of fluctuated. I'm, I'm going to get her steady. I'm going to pull back on the stick. I'm going to get this steady, but you guys have, have showed up for this. And that's, that's been amazing. And especially with this being my, I list it as a personal journal. Because, yeah, I sit down and, and there's a lot of people that I talk to. Uh, I gave you guys a break from that. Um, that's probably about to pick itself up really heavy here uh, soon. Because I've had a chance to sit down and talk to some amazing fucking people. Um, and have some really good conversations. But, uh, anyways, you guys, no matter how many times I may misstep... <laughs> Uh, with this show, you guys have still showed up. So, you know, listing it as a personal journal didn't hurt it. It's still uh, getting chart recognition, which means, like I said, you guys are listening. Thank you very much for that. And the most awkward idea that I think I'd ever had by way of anything structured when I was like, oh, well, I think I should have at least a structured show. And when the old lady kind of, like like I said, it'll forever be argued. If we ever blow up, <laughs> but I'll still have to give her most of this. But the scene in 15 is doing excellent. Um, it's good because I don't swear on there. <laughs> it's good because no one does. And if they do, people have to learn editing to be able to take that out. And that's actually worked, so yeah. Um it's it's been something that we've been able to do with the kids uh and keeping the christmas theme all month has been great and i think uh actually as far as fastest movers that's uh that's the show that people are jumping onto the most so like i said maybe i don't need to do hours upon hours upon hours of this maybe i need to you know keep it at 20 keep it at 20 we kind of like what you're saying occasionally but keep it at 20 but um uh, thank you guys for supporting everything in the, uh, in the proper rumpus family. It, it, it really means a lot. Um, just to know that you're listening and I, at some point in time, I think I'm going to make like a crazy ass list and try to shout out everybody, but I think I'm just going to group people <laughs> or if I run into people while I'm talking, um, because the feedback I get is, is amazing. Like I get criticism and that's fine. I love it. You know, throw it at me. Um, it doesn't bother me at all. I take it, uh, constructively, extremely constructively. Um, and it allows me to, to change some things and, and form a better show. There's still a lot of shit that I'm lacking on, but 
you know, I'm not making a, a New Year's resolution to get better. I'm not making a New Year's resolution to, you know, any of that shit. I, I don't need, I'm at that point, and this is not me talking shit. This is not me being cocky. This is just, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get there. I'm completely trying to get there. But I don't need a fucking day to tell me that it's time to kick shit into action anymore. Um, that's one of the things that I can say I'm very thankful and proud of right now. Um, my work ethic used to fucking suck. It still, it still needs a lot of work. Um, and it took me sitting down and talking to some people to realize exactly, um, how critical of, of, of myself I am. And that's a part of, that's a part of it too. You know, I still want to be a hard worker, but you know, when I actually sat down, you know, I had people tell me, it's like, the fuck do you mean you don't have a work ethic? It's like, you have three shows, you have three podcasts, you know, you're a dad, you got kids, you know, you, you operate on so many levels and I'm like, fuck it. And the thing is maybe sometimes, uh, I'm a little bit too into my, you know, Oh, I heard Jay-Z say this shit and you know, I need to have my mind straighter. I, I, I ordered Jay Prince's book because everybody in the world respects that motherfucker. And he's the most solid business dude in the universe. And I need to, so I think it's okay for me to, to take that stuff in, but maybe not to be so hard on myself on, on, Oh, well, you know, why haven't you gotten here yet? I'm still reaching for it, but I'm still improving. Um, but I'm, I'm very thankful, uh, to have those people around me and to be able to reach out and to, you know, whether it's the, the accolades, the criticism, just, you know, the fact to, to know that people are listening dude, it. It's amazing. I, I love the support. It, it's completely amazing. And I, I couldn't ask for a better group of people to be able to do this with, uh, a, gr- a better group of people to do this in front of and, Hopefully we keep reaching motherfuckers. Okay, so now that that's over, (laughs) what in God's name is this episode going to be about? I literally had, have, or whatever, no fucking idea. (laughs) None whatsoever. But uh, like I said, I don't even know if it was going to run to be a Christmas episode, but um, it is that time. Actually, yeah, I, I can do this part and I need to do it before there's like pitter patter, little fucking feet. Normally around this time of the year, um, I, depending on how busy things are, you, you know how things go with Christmas. Sometimes you have the best intentions and, you know, sometimes all the wonderful stuff that you see in your head of being able to put together by way of like presents or decorations. Like I'm not saying anything to, to y'all that y'all don't already know. This is par for the course, especially if you have fucking kids like you're running around Walmart and getting the hottest and latest toys and then trying to figure out how well, you know, your kid to order or get them shit like without asking them. And, you know, some like it's there's so many different variations of how people do this holiday, but the the stress is crazy. Everything's insane. And it's fucking. But the thing is, I, I enjoy the hell out of Christmas because like for some reason it, it, it makes people it makes people at least want to try to be better. And I know people, it's Hallmark and it's a pagan holiday. But what the fuck ever, dude? Like I said, man, don't some like at this day and age, I almost want to say, fuck the semantics. You know, people are mean as shit to each other. If you can find one manufactured day where people don't want to be assholes, let it ride. 
just do let it ride. I don't sand is black, sand is white, whatever. I think the sand is black thing is bullshit. Ain't no way in the world a black dude gonna be chilling in the coldest spot of the world and giving away toys to people for free. Fuck that. It's not what we do. I mean, maybe if he was slanging drugs, he might hit a neighborhood and like give out turkeys. But black sand is not. No, this uh uh. That's do you realize how much fucking gas that is? And th- th- how many times have you seen a nigga with reindeer? Like our Santa is, I'm talking maybe like what three pit bulls and a Chevy. Come the fuck on, no plan. But um, gotta get lost in my trains of thought with all the stupid shit I say. But um, anyways, um, just there's there's so many things that that sometimes don't get manifested the way that you want them to. With us this year, it was the elf on the shelf. Oh, my sweet Lord. So, I'm trying my best to rattle this off before the youngest wakes up because, well, no, not the youngest anymore, the middle child, the nine-year-old, because bless her heart, she completely still believes. So, we failed on the, we couldn't find the fucking things. I'm going to try to keep this short. We couldn't find the fucking things. So we only had two days to like, actually, we put them up two days. I put this on Twitter. It's so terrible. Like, I felt like the worst parent ever. You know, I'm up here making all this toys and crap and like making all this merch and have three shows and all this wonderful other shit that I can do. But I can't figure out two cool days of shit to do with an elf on a shelf after not having it for 30. So, yeah, that thing is, like, normally it's fantastic and I think it's great, but this year it's kind of been a pain in my ass. We couldn't find it forever. So, like, now that we have two days, and I got off the hook easy, two days. So, like, the first day I went, you you saw the pictures what I did the first day, if you follow me on Twitter, which I'm pretty sure you do. And, like I said, I'm still, like, whispering this, so if it sounds really fucking janky, that's why. And, like, today I just went with the old lady's idea because I didn't even have one, like, you know, the baby slept fine. Everything was okay. But no, I just didn't have shit. So, but it's shitty. I'll, if you want to see it, I'll take a picture of it and send it to you. But then if you condemn me as a parent, I swear before the Lord, I know most of your, your fucking, no, I'm playing. Let me stop threatening you. But yeah, it's bad. Anyways. Okay. But yeah, so there's that. <laughs> so there's that. But, uh, yeah, like, um, like the house got decorated like last minute, man. <laughs> you know, between COVID and, and the baby and, you know, the kids being as excellent as they fucking are, like, you know, having awards and ceremonies and, and little special presentations and stuff that they've had to do, like being a proud parent right now. It's awesome as fuck. Don't get me wrong. Yes, it's exhausting, but it's awesome. So, you know, push it forward to stay awake, to, to sit there through that, you know, eh, you're like, I don't want to be that dude. It's like, oh, okay. So your last name begins with this, which means I can show up like right around this time. So you get yours, uh, hit some cake on the way out and then dip. I can't be that parent. So I have to sit there for all the rest of the little booger eating smelly kids and you got to wait for like 32 of them uh, and then then your kid and then you have to wait for like another like 27 kids. You're like, fuck. So yeah, um, going through that 
like I said, there's things that this show has fell by the wayside. Uh, we met, I missed an entire week. Um, and I had more than enough to talk about, but I missed an entire week because of, because of that. Um, but like I said, it was a great thing to miss a show for. Like, it's tons of great stuff. The, like, everything that's been going on hasn't been so taxing that I'm like, oh, man, I hate all this. and It sucks not being able to, to sit down and record. No, fuck no. Not by any stretch of the imagination. Um, we have been very blessed this year, man. Uh, so if if I'm if I'm pushing through to try to stay awake for a ceremony, like, that's so first fucking world right there. That's so first world. So, um, you know, and I'm proud of, of the kids and the things that they've been able to accomplish uh, this year. So sitting through those ceremonies, staring at the rest of the booger eaters is perfectly fine. And no, I'm not a big enough asshole to do that, to go just when they call my kid and then hit cake and then dip. No, I don't even do the cake. I don't at all. So uh, that's been one of the reasons, but it, that's been pretty cool. That's been a huge blessing. Uh, both of the kids are, are completely getting it done. And the, the newborn, um, if getting it done is shitting, sleeping, eating, and being the most adorable fucking thing ever, then, yeah, she's, uh, she's knocking that one out the park, too. I know I'm a little bit partial. When I say best ever, but like, yeah, she, you've seen, let, let's, I can't say I'm not, all my kids are gorgeous. They are, they completely are. But like w- when my blood got added to it, it's like, eh, maybe this kid ain't going to be so gorgeous. Nope. We're good. Still good. Kid's still gorgeous. The red hair thing, really weird, but still gorgeous. <laughs> it's my partner. Um, so like I said, yeah, a lot of, a lot of cool stuff's been going on. Uh, but there's there's more cool stuff to come. We're still working on some cool things. Um, the things that have been really really cool uh, this year, like now that I'm sitting down thinking about you know Christmas and family and blah 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 and this that and the third is you know when I when I tell people I went through uh, this whole like cleansing thing uh, years ago to kind of dump you know, the bad shit out of my life. And at the same time to, to trim the fat, so to speak. Um, when that happened, a lot of things got shaved off and I put some of those relationships, uh, that I was cutting off completely to the test. Um, and the ones that stuck, I'm happy that they did. Uh, one in particular is with, uh, my little brother, Steven, uh, he was on the show. It was amazing to have him on the show. Uh, we've actually been talking about um, finishing up that series. <clears throat> he's, you know, I, I talk to him daily. You know, he's one of the hardest working sons of bitches I've ever met in my life. Uh, and, you know, he's been sitting down and, and jotting down some ideas. And, you know, I wish at the at this point in time that I probably could have just grabbed a bunch of stuff and, and sent it out to him so he could, you know, start recording his own his own features or whatever else. But we have been talking uh, back and forth still. I talked to that kid probably more than I talked to most people. <laughs> but um, and I call him a kid. He's a grown ass fucking man. But uh, he uh, he's got a lot of really awesome ideas. And I think his story is fantastic. And us sitting down and doing what we did was kind of just kind of just scratching the surface of it. Um, 
And he's got so much more to say, and he's such a positive dude, and he motivates me so, so, so strongly. So uh, I want to keep that. And I'm really, really happy that when I trim the fat that uh, he and I stayed in there um, because, as you know, he was in prison for, for 16, 17 years. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, and I wasn't the best correspondent. I did come see him a couple of times, stuff like that. And, you know, when he got out, one of the things I worried about was, you know, whether or not our relationship would hold since he's gotten out. Uh, and it's gotten stronger. It's gotten a lot stronger. You know, the fact that I can see him and, and he came out here and we did the show like it, it really means a lot to me because he is a, uh, he's a, he's a piece of my past that, that, you know, I don't, I don't ever shy away from, from any of it. I've been through a lot of weird shit. I'm from a real, I'm from a bad area, but I've, but it's not, it's not the only part of my fucking story. I'm not about to be like, Oh, my, my, my life was so hard and there was so much crack around. Like, no, I'm not going to, we're not, let's not fuck around. Like seriously, come on. But, um, there are parts of my life that were interestingly dark and there's parts of my life that were interestingly dark that had a cast with it. That had like a, a complete cast and crew. And, um, everybody turned, turned, uh, for the most part, turned over a new leaf. And, you know, with all the shit that he was, he'd been through, he's kind of like a, uh, uh, one of the pieces from my past that, that, that turned that corner. And I can say still stood and, and we still have that, that relationship. And like I said, it's even, it's even stronger. And I've known that dude since he was six. So the fact that, you know, we still have that relationship is probably with me screaming Newport news and oh bad news, Virginia, all that shit all the time. That's probably the strongest bond that I have to the area that I dedicate so much love to. That's probably the strongest, the bond that I have, uh, with, with anybody in Virginia now, um, from, from that part of Virginia completely. But uh, I love him. I'm glad that he's doing well. I know that you're going to hear this, brother. Uh, I'm not pulling no punches. I love you, and I'm happy that you're you're, you're getting it done. Uh, keep on, and yes, we will get we will get this shit recorded. I, we will. I promise you. Um, also, uh, <laughs> I always give him crap. I give him crap tons of times, like. I, he is one of my absolute favorite people on this planet. Um, and that is, that is my man, Ed, uh, <laughs> my Chowan buddy. 
Um, like I said, when I went through my trim the fat, these are these are some of the people that that survived said fat trimming. And I went to college like all of like five minutes. <laughs> if I if I could ever sit down and have a have a college, I'm gonna have him on the show. He's on vacation. I know he's gonna hear this. I don't know when it starts and when it stops, but I've I've already thrown out a bone to him uh, to find a way for us to do this, and I, I know how to do it. Uh, for us to have an episode of Jabalji because the five minutes that I was at Chowan University uh, at the time, Chowan College, in uh, Murfreesboro, North Carolina, it was a quick-ass five minutes, but so much crazy shit happened during those times. Like, I, we, we can sit and tell stories all day long, and it would be amazing. But I, I am so thankful for this dude. I, I love him to death. Um, he listens to the show religiously and that's not why I love him. Cause he, cause he listens to the show, but like, you know, we, we reconnected and we kept a pretty good, you know, combo going back and forth. And I talked to him maybe at least a, a couple times a month. And I don't like the thing is I really don't talk to that many people. That's why I do shows and shit like this. <laughs> but, um, uh, he, he's hung in there and listened to a lot of stuff and, you know, he makes me he he makes me feel so fucking great about the shit that I do. Um, it, it, like he comments, he tells me when things are wrong. I love it when I love love it when people interact uh, with me through the show. But it's so much. It's like so much crazier when it's uh, somebody that you kind of grew with or had at had a window with, and. Like I love this guy. He's he's completely hilarious. He is one of the most like he's one of those guys and I've I've described him before. He's one of those guys that was like born and bred to like be a sports statistician. Like he's that guy that is not ever losing. I don't think I've ever seen anybody beat that dude in Madden. And it's not because he just was like the greatest video game player ever. He's like the greatest football strategist I've ever met in my life. Like to the point where, like I said, he's the guy you don't want to play Madden against. Like, he knows his stats. He knows the routes. Like, this dude, like, he's the guy that calls every play that the computer could possibly run before they run it. And then if they audible it, he's like, yeah, they, they'd be better if they call an audible. And they'll audible the ball, and he already knows what's going to happen. And, like, this dude, he's like one of those people. He's just really, really one of those people. Um, but, like I said, he's one of my favorite people on this planet. Um, it's so cool that he and I have uh, kept that relationship, especially after the fat trimming. And, you know, he he allows me to remember my days of being more more crazy. I'm a shit ton more tame now. There's nothing wrong with that completely. Nothing wrong with that at all. But um, he, he's a good way to for me to tap into those days where it's kind of like I was still trying to rebel a little bit. Like, I, I, dude, I had no business being in college. Let's be honest. Um but he was a, he's one of those people that, that hung on during those, you know, I'm trying to rebel days, uh, him and, uh, my buddy, Kevin, I still talk to him. He, he occasionally listens to the show. He's one of my, my people from back then, but completely. Yeah. I, I love that guy. He's awesome. And we've had some great conversations. I really want to have him on the show so we can have another wrestling convo. Cause apparently that was a big thing when, uh, I go and I sat down and did, um, the, uh, the episode of Jab on the T where he took over for Van and he came in and we changed the name of the show to Jabbo Goes Nuts. Uh, 
uh, that whole episode is like I I goes one of my favorite people on this planet too. Uh, but we sat down and had this huge wrestling conversation, and apparently there's a lot of fucking people that like wrestling. So there was such feedback from that episode, and Ed was one of the people that jumped on, and it was cool that. You know, here I am telling these stories about, you know, having WWE, uh, not WWE, having WCW parties in college and, you know, drinking way too much fucking beer, smoking a grip of weed, wearing my NWO shirt, like, you know, trying my best to do anything to get Kimberly Page to notice me, like all this stupid shit. But, um, uh, like he was the guy that I did all that shit with. And it was cool that, uh, him and I go got to connect and they've had a couple of back and forth about their love of wrestling. And that's, that's pretty cool too, you know, to have, uh, two guys that I really, uh, that I really respect and, and dig into about, uh, you know, being able to connect on that level and have a back and forth. It, it's kind of cool to be the conduit to have that happen. Cause I love people meeting people and good shit happening. I love that. So Ed, I love you. Thank you. I know you're probably going to hear this as well. Um, more power to you for, for everything that you do. And we are, are going to do an episode of Jabology. Um, also, I always, uh, I always throw out shout outs to everybody and, uh, odd pods, stuff like that, because they saw something in Jabble on the team and they were able to give us more exposure, uh, than we were able to get on our own. Um, they saw something in that show. They thought that we were funny. They liked our run back and forth, whatever the hell it is. They believed enough in the show to at least affiliate. And, you know, we're running through that program before we become full members if we make it or not. But even if we don't, uh, shout out to my man, Stevie Midnight Smoke on, on Twitter. Maybe this has turned into a whole, you know, I don't need shit for Christmas because I've been getting blessed all year. Uh, this cat fuck man i don't even know where to begin i'm gonna do an episode of jabaji with him so we can sit down and and chit chat uh every time i keep telling you that somebody's one of my favorite people on this planet i don't like people now i don't mean like well fuck everybody blah 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 but i'm one of those people that's like you know it's cool to have relationships and i believe that you can you know bump into people from time to time and your energies is run together really good and i think that you can create uh, I always tell the baby, and I, she doesn't get it, but I always tell her there's a such thing as a perfect sound, a perfect taste. There's there, there's ways to have perfect just moments of everything. Um, and I believe that there's times when, and I know it sounds weird, but I know that there's times that I think people's kind of like energies are in tune, and you can have great conversations with great people at great times. Like, there's something about being in front of this dude, like... He, he's very, very cool. He's been very motivating to me uh, in everything that I've been doing. And like I said, like I try to leave him alone about a lot of shit, but I bug him so fucking much about this podcast thing. And that guy has yet to even like think about being like, nah, dude, no, to figure it out on your own. The amount of time that I seriously spend... Um, either working on something for the shows or a different angle for the shows or looking at guests or trying to get my life more organized or whatever else. Um, I always want to bounce ideas of what I'm doing off of somebody else that's been doing what I'm doing. And 
there's not like there's not a lot of people that I that I know and that I trust to run that through. And he has kind of been with me ever since the the beginning days. Um, and we'll go into it the day that I finally get to sit down with this man because I'm the one that botched the interview. Uh, it was an okay reason to botch the interview if you know our if you catch up with either me or, or Nishan on Twitter. Um, you know that uh, our storage unit got broken into. Hopefully, they caught the guy that did it. But like literally, we just went over to go dig up and grab some Christmas stuff, and you know, got a call that the storage unit got broken into. So, I mean, g- perfectly okay reason that we dropped an episode. But he would have been, uh, we we would have done an episode already. But like, I bugged this guy so much about shit. I'm like, you know do you think I could carry a third show? You know, do you, do you, I'm, I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about this. And he's just like, yeah, bro, you know, well, you know, if you do this, do this. And he's such a wealth of, of knowledge. Um, for me, like the, the episode of Jabology that I did with, uh, with Rico, with Don DiGiorgio, um, that relationship was made through Stevie, uh, because of, odd pods because of the different shows that, that, uh, they have and, and the ones that I listen to and the, the people that run them, uh, pod askew is part of that. So that's how I got to meet, uh, got to meet Rico. Um, and he's been, he's been cool too. the first guy that was like, Hey, you want to jump up and do a show together? I was like, Oh man. And it's, I, I if you do ever do anything where you create uh, anytime somebody wants to do a collaboration with you or you reach out to do a collaboration with somebody and not only are they more than willing, like they're actually genuinely happy to do it, which I've been every single time. Um, I got to do my first one. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, but it's so cool, uh, that, that that was able to happen. And I don't, I don't believe that that would have happened without, uh, the relationship I have with, with smoke, uh, Stevie. So, um, for everything that I throw at that dude, uh, he's a he's a member of Odd Pods. Uh, he's one of the founding members of Odd Pods, and like that guy's got his shit together. And um, when I decided that I wanted to sit down and do this, like for real, you know, figure out all the tips and tricks about whether or not being retired was going to be the best idea to stay, you know, retired, or whatever else, and to have you know, everything taken care of. And I'm like, you know what? I've got a clear path to go ahead and just do this. If I really want to do this, I can sit down and do this, you know, time to dig my fucking feet in and, and make it work. And if you meet other people that do this, like I said, you have got to love it. You've got either, you've got to be narcissistic enough to think everybody wants to hear what the hell you got to say, or you really got to love it. And meeting somebody else that really fucking loves it. Like, I have so many dreams of what I want proper rumpus to become and I'll probably either have it happen or have a heart attack trying to make it happen. You know, I I want something for, for all of my kids. Um, but, uh, like meeting somebody else that puts that much of their heart and their dedication into, into what we do. I keep talking about it. It's just so it's amazing. Like this cat wants to build a studio and he's building a studio and, like he's got, and he run he has a job, you know, he runs stuff for odd pods. He has, um, a, a board up on his wall, like a big ass calendar board where he schedules his guests and all this. And he's been on everybody's show and, you know, he's really building his reputation in the, in the podcast community, 
for being dependable, a good dependable guy, and he's nice. And I'm like, fuck, you know, the whole nice thing? You think it's cr- like crazy. It's crazy how uh, motivating somebody simply being nice to you uh, is. But he's he's genuinely a nice guy. Uh, he wears his heart on his sleeve. Uh, he has an amazing show. Uh, he just resurrected uh, him and his buddy Matt. And, you know, I just got the chance to talk to Matt and, and be on that show, too. We can go into that. They just resurrected uh, the Mr. BS show. And that show is like well past a hundred some odd episodes. And if you do this, if you're if you ever done a show, uh, that's a huge accomplishment to to put out a hundred shows. Um, if you're doing a show weekly, a show monthly, whatever else, you've done it a hundred times. And in their case, you're looking at at least an hour, two hours, three hours of content every fucking show. So to to not go dry, to still have that ability to do that's an amazing thing. And these cats took like a pause and they came back and they're still hitting it. Um, but he was a part of that. And then he has, uh, because fuck you, that's why. Uh, and that's a, a completely different thing. Um, it's a British game show style podcast that he does with, uh, you know, some buddies of his tea break. Um, and that's an excellent show too. Uh, it's very well formatted. Like he does, you know, some of the editing on there, um, they just like, it's a very, very tightly done show. The production is fucking amazing. And he does, uh, he's a part of all this. And like, every time I ask him something, he never, he never tells me like this dude never fucking tells me to back the fuck up. Like if I hit him with something like randomly, uh, when he sees it, he'll, if he's like driving, I'm like, Hey, I'm driving, you know, as soon as I get settled, I'll holler at you. And, uh, he's been great, man. He's been absolutely great. Big enough that almost every time I record anything in some way, shape, or form, I give this dude a nod or a shout out. But now I guess I can tell you why. And I, I'm gonna have him on the show. Um, I can't wait to have him on the on the show. Um, he's been a big a big piece of all this for me. Uh, and and uh, I just when you sit down, when I get him on here, you'll get it. He's just been very, very supportive, and anytime I come in with anything, he's he's always so helpful. And the crew that he has with him, they're they're fucking amazing. So, um, he's he's one of my he's been one of my complete blessings for the year. Uh, my old lady, God, I can't give her uh, enough shine. What fucking more is is a significant other supposed to do? <laughs> Like she's at the forefront of a lot of this. Um, we, I, one thing that I can say that I'm very at the end of this year that she has learned and I'm happy that she's learned it. And I'm so fucking thankful that she has come full circle with it now is now that she, she runs scene in 15. I don't know if you guys know this. I don't know if you've ever thought about caring about this. I know that, um, maybe sometimes when you listen to the show, just because of the way that I talk or my demeanor or whatever else, you think that it's another me thing completely. It's not by no stretch of the imagination, you know, scene in 15 started out as just a random BS back and forth with me and her. And we've had them for 20 years. So they're really fucking interesting, but it was just a, uh, something is pretty much like us just having verbal volleyball. 
throwing shit back and forth at each other, you know, laughing and joking like we weren't fighting or nothing like that. But when we landed on it, like one of the biggest things in the world was, I was like, you know what? This is your baby. It was your idea. You know, we still have our things about how he stumbled on it. But I'm like, you know what? Get it. It is Ryan here. And I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. But, you know, you run it. It's your thing. You book your guests. You come up with your ideas. You know, we can do this together. But, you know, you'll see what it's like. And I'll tell you, (laughs) there's been time when she had to edit her first episode that she swore in. (laughs) Watching her go through everything to be able to unfuck that situation was so like I, it was funny as shit but I didn't want to laugh cuz I remember how frustrating it was so watching her sit here god bless her tender little baby having soul um you could see the smoke rising off her head man <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't pretty like I thought she was going to throw something through a wall but um the fact that she now understands what it's like uh, doing something in this gravity, she's been great. <laughs> I mean, she 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 doesn't have the easy version of it. She has the easier version of it. She doesn't have the easy version of it because literally everything that we need to do scene of fifteen is for the most part in this house. Like we don't have to go anywhere. All we have to do is grab equipment, sit down, do it, edit it put it out that's all we got to do matter of fact i'm pretty sure that's the only show in the arsenal that um in most cases is already preloaded the night before and that some bitch drops at midnight like it's it took some kinks in the system to, to get there uh so if there's any that didn't exactly do that it's just because it was like a button mash somewhere wrong but that's the one show that i can almost say please i don't want to jinx myself but that's the one show i can almost say uh, is probably never gonna we're never that can't it's it's what 15 minutes man but she sees um the work that goes into trying to do this like to try to get me and her to sit down and you know the kids are bouncing off the walls or bouncing off each other or running out of other people's houses or staying the night here or we're cooking this or we're doing that or we got to go get this or COVID's still going on so we're still you know just with everything else, she sees the, yeah, you're right in front of me, and all the crap we need is right here, but sometimes it doesn't always lend the ability to sit down and blah, blah, blah. Like, you've seen me miss Jibology. It's not because I'm lazy. It's like I sometimes sitting there and running your mouth for 40 minutes and nine seconds isn't exactly the easiest thing to pull off, or you feel guilty for doing it in the middle of everything else, but... um She's been a trooper. <laughs> Watching her get to trooper status has been fucking hilarious. But she's a but she's a trooper. Um, she has some some pretty big ideas for the beginning of the year. Um, she's been great. I have labeled her as a producer for a lot of the other shows. 
uh, a lot of a lot of episodes for the other shows. Um, she's been around for almost the recording of all of them. <laughs> you know, she is a driving force with that. So uh, the fact that she gets to, you know, she's she's directing her own movie is kind of cool. And like I said, uh, I'm I'm very proud of it. I, there's no part of any of what Proper Rumpus does that I'm not proud of, but I'm really, really proud of scene in 15, and I'm really, really proud of what uh, what she's accomplished. Like, she's gotten me to stop swearing for a whole show. <laughs> she gets me to talk about stuff other than dick and fart jokes. Um, she challenges me to stick to the schedule of, of keeping the show and, you know, she picks the majority of what we watch every once in a while. You know, we'll toss around some different ideas on what to do. Um, she's the merch queen. Uh, there, there's so much that she brings to a whole other element of this that uh, that makes it even even more fun to do. And like I said, I'm, I'm very, very proud of the show. The fact that it's something we can involve the kids in, um, you know, a lot of parents may have issues about you know, putting their kids on social media and all this and everything else, or, you know, what kind of flack we catch from, uh, the nine-year-old having a, a makeup channel for kids on, on YouTube and, you know, having them on this show, uh, and then having them on a scene of 15. It's, it's something that we're trying to show them, you know, it's more of a, you know, you guys, it's not a, it's, it's more than a, you know, you guys shut up mommy and daddy are in the room recording or, you know, daddy's upstairs recording. We can make them a part of, of what we do. So, you know, when they know that I'm leaving to go to Vans to record an episode of Jabble on the Teab, they don't think I'm just over there, like, you know, drinking shots and throwing stuff around and using bad words. Or, you know, when he comes over here, we're just loud and, and laughing and hooting and hollering and yelling. Uh, now that they have um, their own attachments to this show and, 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 Bree show um they can see some of the work that it takes to do this and you know how we come up with some of the ideas and they're both just fantastically creative and like that's why i'm i'm hard on them about like their school projects and shit because i'm like are you kidding me i'm like one of you has a youtube channel one of you edits that youtube channel like y'all have both been on my podcast you've been on your mom's podcast like really really like this is like you could knock this out the park, man. It's like we got resin toys up here that you can make. Like we got projectors. We have so like we have so much cool shit up here. Like if any point in time they're like, we need you to make a diorama, you're like, yeah, I can do you one better. But no, nothing. So I'm just like, eh, the fact that you guys are learning, uh, that they get to learn, um, you know, the work that it takes and the technical aspects of it and they feel that they get to add to uh the family business that that we want kind of proper rumpus to lean into uh that it, they get to see what it takes to to do that and they get to you know keep and pick up their own work ethics and and do their own things with their own projects so um it's great i love it it's one of my favorite things that we do um and like i said it, it keeps me it keeps me humble. It keeps me in check. I don't have a lot of people. It sounds stupid. <laughs> I don't have a lot of people that tell me what to do. It's weird. Like I just do everything that I do and I'm not like an asshole about it, but I do what I do. And I pretty much 
work off of trying to do what's best for everybody. You know, go get up, move, do stuff. You know, so I'm not used to sitting down really and and having somebody tell me, hey, this is what we're going to do, blah, 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 blah. You know, not, not in this world, not in the podcast world. I've been doing this for two years. But she does it and she handles it beautifully. And, you know, I know I stress her the, the fuck out sometimes. But, you know, she balances everything great with that show. And it's good to watch her, you know, she just had a kid, man. And she does a beautiful job at taking care of the other two. And she's still able to pull off making sure that scene in 15 doesn't miss a beat. So... I love that show. I love her. I love what she's able to do with it. And it's cool. And I love the fact that the family, I love my family so much. I love the fact that they've all uh, been involved or willing to be involved. Uh, matter of fact, my parents are in town. Um, I'm going to try to see if I can sit down and do an episode of this with my mom. Um, I'm not going to say much about that one because I don't want to gas it up because uh, if it doesn't happen, I mean, it's going to be something that we can sit down and do. Uh, I just like, she said that she would do it. I think she actually asked me. It's like, when are you going to have me on your show after you know I wanted to sit down and have my dad on? So, yeah, I completely owe it to her. Plus, like all the sideways shit that I'm into, like all of my creative shit, like comes from her so i guess there probably wouldn't be anybody better to to have on the show that the woman that kind of gave me all of my influences and i just twisted them up and ran with them and now we have this um so yeah she's here i would love to to try to sit down and get her on the show that would be a really interesting episode but I'm thankful for the family that, that supports the show. Uh, you know, I was going to sit down with my sister, do an episode about, you know, COVID and everything else, because she's in, uh, she's in the, the, uh, medical profession. Um, and she's also probably could give you a lot of insight about what the hell it's like being related to me. Um, but just stuff like that. My family's always been uh supportive, uh, immediate family and everybody here at the house. So it's cool that everybody, get to peace. And like I said, ultimately the kids get to, to learn all this and it's something we do together. So, um, that, that's kind of killer. It's pretty cool. Um, as far as everything else goes, uh, I, I tried not to slack too hard on Christmas. <laughs> I mean, we, we did all the stuff that we needed to do. Uh, but ultimately, um, it's, it's been, crazy the holidays are normally a crazy ass time anyways and it's multiplied by you know the new baby and covid and all this kind of stuff but i mean it's all it's all been awesome it's all been enjoyable i can't really say that there's a day of all this that i i haven't completely loved um at all and i wish that i was able i really wish that i was able to do a christmas episode of jab on the tee we didn't we really just missed that one uh but like i said time didn't permit but one thing that i did get to do uh that was completely completely cool um i was asked to do uh an episode of the mr bs show uh with stevie and matt and augie and it was so cool like it's the first time um, that somebody has asked me to do their show. Uh, 
I've been on other shows before, but it was kind of more of like a collaborative effort or, you know, we were just sitting there having a back and forth and it's something that eventually we recorded and it either got left at the bottom of, you know, development hell or, or whatever else. Uh, no, not talking about salsa con collard greens. That's that, that motherfucker's still coming. But, uh, it's the first time anybody was ever like, Hey, we want you like, you know, we want you to be on the show. And then it actually happened. Like the stars aligned and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, the Mr. BS show is kind of like, um, it's kind of like jab on the T and the fact that it's, it's spontaneous. It's just good, solid ass conversation with interesting people. And the fact that they asked me to be on that, I was like, are you sure you, are you sure you got the right fucking phone number, bro? <laughs> But no, the the fact that they asked me to be on that, I I was completely flattered. The fact that Stevie and Matt uh, and Augie had all you know showed up and and that they had wanted me to come and do the show, I was like, wow, that's cool. And one of the biggest compliments that I have ever fucking gotten in my life, ever in my life, ever in my life, is when they told me they like what I did. I man. And if you listen to the episode, um, listen to the show. It's a hilarious fucking show. It's, it's so cool. And these guys are so witty and smart and intelligent. Like they're the guys that you would seriously, if you're, if you're in a grocery store and you hear them talking like two aisles over, they're the guys that you're probably completely going to go listen to at least a good fraction of that conversation. They're funny as fuck. But the fact that they, uh, guys have been doing this and they've been doing this, what, six, seven, eight years, somewhere in there. And I've been doing it. I've been screeching around it too. Um, the fact that they were like, no man, you, your shows are good. It's like, you have a good balance. You have your bullshit show. You have your, you know, inner, inner reflection show and then you have your structured family show. It's three different things. You don't run out of material. It's like, no, man, you're you're doing it. And to hear that from guys that I look up to uh, in this in this uh, in this journey in this business, whatever you want to call it, uh, hearing that from them was completely amazing. It floored me so fucking hard. Um, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I go into it pretty deeply <laughs> on that show. I can't, I like, I don't even remember half the shit that I said and God bless me. I I'm going to go and sit down and listen to it today. Uh, me and the old lady are going to listen to it today while we were at presence. Cause like I said, she was there, but like to let you know how amazing these cats are, this show was done with four people. Only two of them were in the same place. Everybody else were in different States. And my section was recorded on a cell phone while standing in my bathroom. And I guarantee you, if you go and you listen to this show like any of the rest of theirs, you cannot fucking tell. You may think that we're at least in different studios, but their jobs are so jaw tight that you can't even like you'd swear that we were at least maybe in the same studio in different rooms, maybe mic'd up differently. They, they do their work, man. And the fact that they asked me to be on, on that show, I was fucking amazed. And then the fact that they told me that they really dig what I did. And I'd love to be more coy. <laughs> you know, I'd love to be more, you know, oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Like cocky 
I, I, <laughs> no, I really don't ever want to be that way. I'm kidding. But I'd probably love to maybe be less, you know, starry headlight, you know, new kid on the block. Uh, when I hear stuff like that, I'd like to get to a point where, you know, people tell me that and I don't geek out, but I kind of enjoy the fact that I geek out. You know, it's genuine. It's completely genuine to have, uh, you know, people tell you that they dig and respect what you do and that they think that you're, you're on the right path to putting together what you, you've been trying to put together. It was so, it's so humbling. Um, and there's such a feeling of, of pride that goes into that. And it's, it's, it's one of the best compliments I've ever gotten in my life. Like completely one of the best compliments I've ever gotten in my life. I, I'm not saying that there aren't other compliments that I've gotten that have completely paled in comparison, but to have the validation of people telling you that what you're doing when this is literally, you know, fuck it, wing and a prayer, throw it out the window, see if this fucking sticks. If it doesn't stick, eh, I'll just figure some other shit out. No, to have people uh, tell you that you know you're you're good at what you do and that they respect what you do and um, that you're on the right path to to putting together what you're you you literally dream every every day every night every second of putting together for them to tell you that you're on the right path, man. That that is one of the biggest accolades I've ever gotten in my life. I will never forget it. Um, I will never forget being on the show with them. Um, and I will, I will always be, like I said, I'll always be grateful for my, my pod family. <laughs> Those motherfuckers are pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> well, uh, I am probably going to go ahead and close this off. Uh, I know the old lady's probably downstairs dealing with, uh, don't get mad at me. I love calling her tons of different stuff, but the, the African princess, uh, miss, miss Elmer's, um, Another thing that is really cool, and I'm going to say this before I sign off, uh, I love doing this show. I love what I'm able to do. And another thing is, uh, and this is, I don't want this to sound morbid, but it's kind of cool. I never thought about all this until probably like a couple days ago. What a better fucking way than to have a complete, there's like an audio scrapbook of everything that I would want my children to know of me. Like, yes, there's swearing in here. Yes. There's quirkiness in here. There's weirdness. I say some outlandish shit. Like I swear a lot. I say, but it, I think that this show, uh, incorporates and so much of, of everything that I am. And I think that I'm able to be so, you know, like I could tell this shit to complete total strangers. I think I'm able to be so open with my thoughts and and the people that influence me and the things that I love and the things that I'm thankful for and grateful for. Like what a better, what better way to, to, to get to know me. Like when I'm dead and gone, man, like all of my kids, if they give a shit about me or they care, they, they care enough, you know, there's no point in time, um, that they can't go back and throw this show on, and, you know, hear me talking to their grandfather or, you know, hear me talking to one of their uncles or just to hear, you know, how I felt about racism or gun control or how crazy it was that, you know, I was in the army or that I went to war or all this kind of stuff. There's just so many things that I'm able to do uh, through this show and once again through this medium that that are awesome. And I know I guess this episode is just kind of stacked up to a bunch of stuff that I'm thankful for. I, I guess it's a, a roundabout way of saying um, 
Christmas is fantastic. I love it. I love this, this time of the year where people want to be better for each other. And I'm glad to say that I think I'm at that point where I may have have gotten to feel that uh, way more than, than just this time of the year. Um, and it's been because I've been around good people. I've, I've, I've wanted to be better. I've been better. I've wanted to be better to people. I'm not perfect. There's a lot of shit that I still do wrong. <laughs> There's a lot of shit that I still do wrong, but, um, I'm thankful as fuck for this, man. It's, it's to, to finally get to a point where at least a bunch of the, the old crap that, you know, I was doing is finally dead and the, my new moves aren't suffering so much from, you know, some of the old life that I used to live and some of the poisons that I used to just, you know, swim in that I told myself that I needed, you know, whether it was toxic relationships or people or jobs or habits or any of that kind of crap. But, you know, it's good to have swam and came through a lot of it and to have my influences and, and people that influence me to be able to do this. And then I'm able to do and influence other people by, by doing this as well and still just being able to do this. And like I said, leaving a record for my kids to be able to see my ins and outs, my flaws, my ups, my downs, and all all the people that actually give a crap about me. Or even if they don't, it's it's still a pretty cool thing to, to kind of lay down this record. And even when I take all of it off of social media and it's down and you can't access it anymore. More. I'd still have tons of shit on here that, you know, either the day that I'm dead, my family can listen to and be like, oh, it's pretty cool. Or the day that I get arrested for something stupid, I've just given like the feds a whole fucking run of everything that I've ever done. And they have a bunch of audio evidence. I'm kidding. I don't, I don't do shit that bad. I like, I don't No, We're not even that guy, but no, man, I'm, I've just been, uh, other than that, uh, other than being, I guess, like I said, I, I don't know. It sounds like more like a Thanksgiving episode. I just bounding around being, uh, thankful for a lot of the relationships that I've had this year. Kind of like a nice little wrap up. Uh, new year's is going to be fucking crazy. So I guess this could be a new year's episode anyways. Uh, we're having some friends come from out of town. That'll be kind of cool. So, I mean, maybe I guess we can throw that in there with this and, and wrap that up too. Um, as far as stuff that we're doing, um, me, I've been, for some reason, and I keep telling the old lady this, is like, I have never been more entrenched and wanted to know more about my fucking culture, my people, and my blackness until we got together. It's a fucking running joke that I give her all the time. But, um, uh, I've been doing a lot more, uh, you know, reading, watching more comedies, uh, doing more, uh, research, checking out, uh, Michael Che doing some, you know, more reading to Richard Pryor. I threw some stuff on my uh, Amazon uh, wish list. I'm going to try to get some, some more reading done, pick up some more knowledge, learn more shit. Uh, I kind of took the cheap way out through a bunch of uh, podcast crap on my Christmas list, <laughs> on my Amazon wish list. And I, some of the stuff came through. I don't know about the rest of it. I know. That I got a pair of headphones because Amazon didn't even bother to put the motherfuckers in a box. Like they just came to the house, like just, yeah, just not giving a fuck. They're just like, eh, no reason to put this bitch in there. They literally just slapped the motherfucking shipping label on the headphones package. So after tomorrow or whatever, eh, I will have the whole headphone set up and the whole nine and I'll see if that affects at all in any way, shape or form the way the show sounds. 
So, like I said, I don't know what all I got on that Christmas list, but I put some podcast shit on there. But I put a lot of books on there. Uh, Jay Prince's book, Will Smith's book, Will Smith's book. Jesus, I need to support Will. I need to fucking support Will. Ooh, glad I'm glad I kind of hit this rant. I, I, I need to support Will. Jada, I, I want to kick Jada Pinkett in her fucking leg. I get what you're doing with your red table shit, but stop making this nigga look so sideways. Like, for real, if you want to air all your shit to have everybody come in contact with their feelings, and I, I applaud what you're doing, boo-boo, do you, but can you please stop making Will look fucking stupid? Like, stop throwing dirt on that man. Like, dude, okay, even if you don't like Will, which I don't know why, Will is like one of the absolute most likable motherfuckers in the world. I've talked a lot of trash about him, just, you know, joking and everything else on Jabble and the team, but let's be clear. Will Smith is a, that motherfucker won Grammys. That motherfucker, you know, Oscar contention, you know, acting his ass off. Apparently smashed everything in the universe if you read parts of his book or look at some of his interviews. But like, no, Will is that dude. They used to call that man Mr. Independence Day. Why? Or Mr. Fourth of July, whatever the fuck they called him. Why? Because that dude dropped blockbusters over Fourth of July weekend. He was one of the first black actors to command $20 million a fucking movie. And y'all niggas are looking at this motherfucker sideways because his old lady was playing with somebody else's dick like for a section of their marriage, man. Stop outing your shit. Let Will be Will. Fuck. Man, that's the dude that made the, like, come on, man. Okay. I'm not trying to be that guy, but let's weigh Will Smith against Jada Pinkett in history. They don't even come close, man. Like Jada, I'm not hating, baby girl, but like you're Tupac's like ex boo thing, and you were like in a different world, and you were like in the seasons of a different world that we ain't even really watched that hard. I mean, we stuck around for Whitley and Dwayne pimping, but like, was it? Were you even in a different world, or was it the Cosby Show? No, you weren't even in there. You were in the Cosby. What? I don't know. See, you, you weren't even. You were in one of the Cosby's programs. See, I don't even remember that. Will, we've been with Will from day one, pimping. He's like, he still has the definitive, the absolute definitive summer song. Dude, summertime goes ham. No one, like, dude, I'm telling white, black, uh, Asian, uh, alien, everybody fucks with that song. Everybody fucks with summertime. I'm telling you right now, that is like the only song that they could play at a clan rally by black people, maybe next to Blurred Lines. The clan members will nod their fucking heads to. So I'll fucking hang a nigger, but ride the boat. Fucking summertime. That, that shit hits right there. It's like, yeah, th- 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 summertime is fire. You know what I'm saying? Parents just don't understand. That shit was fire. Men in Black, that song was fucking terrible. But how many people was hitting that? Bounce with me. Just bounce with me. And now you got this motherfucker looking like Boo Boo the Fool. Leave Will the fuck alone. This is why we can't have no black lit. You ain't doing this shit to Denzel. You can't. No one's doing that to Denzel. Denzel's old lady ain't like, oh, well, I played with three dicks when Denzel was, was filming. <laughs> But Denzel was was filming that scene where he was getting whipped on. No, stop talking about the dicks that you played with, girl. Let Will do his thing, man. Really, fuck. Like this man had to put out a book to fucking counteract some of your shit. 
And of all the things in the world that I know, I should not, like, I don't want to know about Will, Will Smith's sex life like that. But when this dude got to come out and be like, man, look at all the pussy I got. When, when that's how he has to start interviews just to counteract the fact that you and your mama want to talk about drugs and hoeing. Like, dude, tuck it in, Jada. I ain't mad at you. Shoot it to the kids, man. Take a break. Get both of your weird ass children at the red table and tell them, look, mommy's sorry. Stop being weird. Mama's not touring with her fucking metal band. Stop saying shit about how time doesn't really stop. We're going to go. We're all going to go to a special place where they're going to give us drugs and hugs. And we're going to let daddy continue to be one of the greatest fucking Americans to ever motherfucking live. Let dude. I'm going to get a motherfucking shirt that says free Will Smith. Free Will Smith. That dude ain't do nothing wrong to y'all. What did he do? Give you a bad movie? Like, for real? Like, I hated Wild Wild West too, but the, the, the pursuit of happiness, I haven't seen it. Do you know why? Because every time I, I see that meme with that tear down his face, I know that shit comes from someplace real. I can't even watch that movie and I know it's fantastic. Maybe it'll end up on the first 15, but the whole, leave Will Smith the fuck alone, man. That dude, it's like, for real, just shh. Don't know nothing else. Well, I went to If you want, just talk about Tupac. Just talk about shit with Tupac. Like, who, like, for real. No one's, everybody will listen to that. You'll be okay. Like, oh, this is the time that me and Tupac had went and got cotton candy together at King's Dominion over Richmond. Like, keep it simple. Leads to stop fucking up Will, man. Seriously. Stop fucking up Will. I mean, he ain't Martin Luther King Jr. dealing with, like, infidelity rumors. But, I mean, he's Will, man. Come the fuck on. We don't have, we don't have, you know, Chadwick Boseman is gone, man. We, Michael B. Jordan is trying to get there. I mean, he's dating Steve Harvey's daughter. Apparently, that's a cool thing to do. No offense. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, leave Will alone. Let that man be all black and established. Like I said, they they don't do that to Denzel. Denzel's not that motherfucking dude. Like nobody has said shit about Denzel. He was me. Back that shit up. That's Denzel. It's <laughs> Denzel, motherfucker. Don't throw any more dirt on Will. Let Will be Will. Just let that man do. Just please. It's bad enough that I want to get that motherfucker's book just to support him because I feel the fact that that motherfucker's leave Will. Hashtag free Will Smith, man. Everybody can get all. And did everybody? Oh my god, fucking Britney's dad stole her fucking money. You don't know what it's like. My dad took money from me when I was 12, and that's why I made a free Britney petition. Fucking free Britney. Like, really? Why? Y'all motherfuckers sat there, cried, signed, pretend. I'm not saying Britney's situation didn't suck. Y'all motherfuckers cried, went all crazy, just all over the place. Because people talk shit about Britney Spears and her parents, her daddy's fucking around, stealing her money and fucking her career up and wouldn't let her out of it. Y'all motherfuckers, Free Britney was a movement. It was a fucking movement. White people were never so pissed off. Oh my fucking God, leave her the fuck alone, bruh. Like, <laughs> I'm completely joking. But but I'm being serious about it being a movement. It was a fucking movement. People like were mad. Why can't you do this? Sir? They made a fucking documentary. There's a documentary on Netflix explaining all the Britney Spears shit. 
There's no documentary supporting Will, man. Will had to do a whole documentary on Disney Plus about him going to see. This motherfucker had to take. You know, Will Smith had to take a fucking vacation from Jada. This motherfucker was like, yeah, um, I need to go to the Antarctic. I need to go to South Africa and chase around a wild gazelle. I need to go to the bottom of the Marianas Trench. Will did a series. And I don't and I I don't know if this was in the middle of of whatever else with uh, the entanglements uh, or any of that bullshit. I don't I don't know if any of that crap is true or if it happened during that during that time period or whatever else. But Will Smith has this series on um, I believe it's on Disney Plus and it's called Welcome to Earth. And it's just him documented going to, you know, different parts of the planet. And it's actually pretty cool. You know, it's actually pretty decent. But this nigga had to document his fucking vacation away from her talking about that bullshit. That's why we ain't hear from Will for a minute. Jada sitting there. Jada waited till that nigga. Was, she's like, oh, he at work. He at work. It's like, mom, you want to film this episode? She's like, so me and Will won't doing okay. Right. I started playing with this other nigga's nuts. And this nigga was like, oh, she she said, I love her so much. I love her so much. I loved her. I mean, no disrespect to Will because he could crush me, but I loved her so much. And Will's like, man, what the fuck? Like, Will packed his shit. And she's like, baby, I'm I'm sorry. You know, it was good ratings. Where are you going? And he's like, I'm to my mom's house. Like, Will left to the far side of the planet to go deal with that shit, man. Brittany gets a whole documentary about how we should feel terrible that Shane got her paper. And we just t- tuning in because it's fired to Jada talking about Brett Favre and her pussy around the industry because she wasn't feeling that her and Will were connecting. Man, and every time that nigga does an interview, I feel terrible. Just flat out terrible. I'm like, man, y'all, I'm, I'm done. Support with man. Support Will Smith. Y'all need to stop bullshitting. Support Will Smith, man. Get that dude. Some love. Uh, if you run into him anywhere, uh, give him a hug. Just, you know, one of those, you know, if you see him hanging around, you know, toss him a piece of your sandwich. You know, but hey, you want to want a Sammy? You know, just go ahead, toss him a sandwich, you know, hug him something. Give him some love. Just because how many, how many times can we just keep ninja kicking Will in, in the back of the motherfucking head. Like how many times does this need to keep happening? And us just be all happy about you just getting fucked up. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of it. We need to do uh better by will. We completely need to do, we need to do better by Will Smith. Oh Lord. I'm, I'm, I just, Oh man. It's just, I mean, I joke about it and I laugh about it, but man, why did like for real, I can't keep going on and on about it, but why why they do that to my boy? Like, why she keep doing that to my boy? Anyways. Oh, Lord. Um, I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> I definitely had to uh, had to throw something in to, to break up the uh, the monotony of... Uh, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with me reaching out. And, and telling y'all about the things that move me and the people that I'm thankful for and all that, that kind of stuff. But, you know, ultimately <laughs> I, I had to leave you at least with something that wasn't all, Oh, and sad and serious and, and everything else. So 
from the bottom of my heart, once again, thank you guys for hanging in there. Um, free Will Smith. <laughs> get, that, get, that nigga some, <laughs> get that nigga some love. And uh, I hope that each and every one of you uh, have a Merry Christmas or a Happy Holidays or... Well, Kwanzaa, I don't like. I don't know when none of this shit starts. Like I don't. I could look it all up right now on my phone, but I'm gonna be genuine. I'm not gonna act like I know this shit. Um, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever else. I can't pronounce the shit that I don't know about. Whatever celebration that you have around this time of year that 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 goes with whatever the season is. Bard killing people and wearing their fucking skin. Have a happy whatever it is that that you celebrate. And we will do the same here. Um, like I said, we got more things coming for Jabology. Uh, we will be dropping a a new logo at the beginning of the year for Jabble and the Team. And I'm so proud of that. I've had this logo for a while. It sucks that I haven't been able to show it to anyone. Uh, Jay Salce, my man. Uh, Blood Red Comics, shout out to them. Uh, they were able to do a fantastic job with this logo. I love it. I'll be so happy to drop it. Um, there's some other stuff that I could probably explain right now on the merch side, but uh, you're going to see a new a new logo, a new little branding thing. And like I said, this isn't, we're not trying to squeeze money out of pockets, but you know it's kind of cool to have support on all fronts that we do and most of this is going to go back into paying for the show and, and equipment and everything else so i mean we might toss a buck or two to the kids but um uh yeah just more movements with the show and uh we'll let you know uh when that merch page opens up at the beginning of the year so we can go ahead and debut the the new logo and all the new stuff that we've been working on but uh, we should have a, another episode of, uh, Jab on the T should be on time. I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be seen in 15 completely. will. we just dropped another episode of seen in 15 yesterday. Uh, we've got one more Christmas episode that we can squeeze in, uh, before we're out of the month of December. So we will do one more or maybe, uh, kind of turn this one a little bit differently to give you a, a, a wrap up. There's some more ideas that we, we tossed around last night, sitting around while we were, while we were feeding the nipple nibbler and, uh, some pretty cool stuff that, that the old lady came up with for that. So proper rumpus, like always is on track. And, uh, as always, thank you guys for showing up. It's another episode of Jabalji. Thank you for pressing play and I'm out.